is Bevan and my co-host Biscuit Reynolds and we are here to welcome you to another episode of Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host Bevan, Biscuit Reynolds. I think I did that a little out of order. Who cares? I um, can't get it wrong in my universe. Um, it's the first rule of my aerobics class, Fat Kid Dance Party Aerobics, is that you can't get it wrong. Showing up is minimum participation. And uh, you could lay in the fetal position in the whole aerobics class and you're still a member of the energy of that class. So um, all that to say, here we are. I'm so excited uh, for this episode. Um, I am titling it in kind of a like sensational way because I am gonna put it on YouTube and that's sensational titles is kind of the deal uh, with uh, YouTube. But I did have my very first alien encounter. Um, it was, or. The first that I'm conscious of right now, I don't know, at 44 years old, I'm sure, actually, as a little baby, <laughs> as a little baby Capricorn with a Scorpio moon and a Pisces south node, like, I've been having metaphysical experiences my whole life and not conscious of them. So who knows, maybe I'll, I'll remember some other star family uh, connections, but I'm excited to share it with you. And today on the, on the episode, I have my friend Jerry, who I've known for years, and her sister, Michelle, who is a newer friend. Uh, from just a couple weeks ago. My first time meeting Michelle was right before we saw aliens flying past us. <laughs> um, I, I am so excited to just talk through the whole thing. We had such a magical weekend together and it's really fun. I mean, part of having a great experience is like the experience itself, but then also the fun is all the memories you get and the photos and videos later that you get to kind of relive the experience and so I'm excited to relive some of it with all of you and for those of you who wanted to be there and weren't there at our glowing goddess gathering that we just had um this is something I've talked about before is this community that I'm part of it's a sisterhood a multi-generational sisterhood of uh women and non-binary people who use cannabis and other entheogens uh, plant medicines to connect uh, for a spiritual purpose and for health and well-being uh, we center a lot of our activities around wellness and growing uh and many of my guests on this podcast are people i know through that community um i really think community is a central way that we as human beings um live our biggest potential because you can't reach your potential alone you really need people to help support you um and in life uh if you only have one or two communities where you feel like you unconditionally belong you can take that belonging energy um anywhere else and so um, I'm grateful to have this. I'm grateful for our culture. I'm grateful for our sisterhood. And I'm really grateful for the connections and friendships I've made through this experience. Um, community is really made up of a lot of dyads, um, just like a family. It's like all the individual relationships one-on-one -on -one is what creates the culture of uh, the environment. And I'm just excited to continue to meet new goddesses and, and welcome new goddesses to our gatherings. Um, we are and uh, now we are officially a decentralized sisterhood and we are self-organized and we are creating still more events and we persist and um, we are really excited to still be together and to connect. So I'm excited for you to meet Jerry and Michelle. I'm excited for you to hear about the aliens. I wanna tell you a little bit about how you can support this podcast. Um, I am a fully funded Patreon supported artist, which means that that is my job, like is the Patreon that I support. Uh, Patreon is a membership support site where folks like you can support creators like me who create work that you find value in. Um, my Patreon is patreon.com slash FKDP, which stands for Fat Kid Dance Party, which is my aerobics class. 
for anyone who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. I really did come into this aerobics thing being like, I see all the people who are left behind and I want to create something that is fun and accessible. Those are the two core values of Fat Kid Dance Party Aerobics. Um, since the pandemic, we've really pivoted to an exceptionally great Zoom culture uh, where I teach on Zoom at least once a week. Sometimes uh, there's a bonus class. Uh, and I also have on-demand videos as part of membership too. And really the on-demand tier, uh, which is the, the videos, um, that's the primary way this can be my job is just being able to service those members. Um, but also I welcome anybody at any level. Uh, membership starts at seven bucks a month and it includes five plus Zoom classes plus a bunch of other bonus content. Um, uh, there are so many cool things I get to do just because I get to see what's on my heart as an artist and what I want to create and what people want to receive. Uh, so I have a, a special podcast of mini episodes that are just for folks on the Patreon. So if you have advice questions, you can shoot me a question and I'll record it um, just for the membership. I also have spiritual self-care lessons. Um, becoming spiritual and like developing my spiritual practice was just trial and error, figuring out what worked for me. And it really helps me to hear from other people what they do for their spiritual practice. And so I set up, originally it was like 12 months of it, so a monthly lesson, but then now I've added to it. So there's a bunch there. So if you're really in a spiritually exploratory process or self-care exploratory process, I'm your gal. My first value in life is my relationship with God and I prioritize that above everything else. And my second value is self-care and self-love because I know that the way that I love myself is through how I care for myself and I can only love people as much as I love myself and I can only care for people as much as I'm caring for myself because I serve from my overflow and so my third value is my friends and family and I can't serve them if I'm not um, coming from that overflow right so all of that is very important to me and I teach from that and I teach about that and I teach the things that I really believe and I am just grateful to have done 20 something years of work uh, to learn to love my body and to love myself in a society that makes it really hostile to have a body that's not meeting these arbitrary beauty standards. And I want to give you the shortcuts. Like truly, you learn things. Um, uh, it's like 10,000% uh, faster or something uh, with using play. And so part of how I designed Fat Fit Dance Party Aerobics is to teach you how to love yourself through dance aerobics. It's There's so much to it. It's so much bigger than just aerobics, it's an inner child healing. Um, it's coming back to yourself. It's a sacred space to hold your dreams and to connect to those parts of you that are lost in the matrix when you have to like perform uh, for your belonging and perform okayness and like all of that stuff when you're not really okay, right? So we are come as you are, um, but don't stay as you are sort of vibe because everyone's growing and that's the best part of it is like especially zoom classes like it's been so cool to just get to connect because after every class we sit down and just connect about self-care wins and what people have been doing for their self-care that is really cool because i see people grow and glow up um over time and to me as i'm not a particularly money motivated babe you know i'm very much service motivated and here to be of good service to this world and to make it better because i was here and um, I love to get to do that. So it's a true joy to get to teach those aerobics. It's a true joy to get to serve my Patreon members and I'd love to serve you. Um, and it's a true joy to record this podcast. And I'm excited for this episode. So uh, grab your favorite childhood blanket, um, gather up with us on our metaphysical porch. And if you are watching this episode, you are going to get to see our alien encounter. And if you're not watching it, 
um, then definitely pop into the YouTube video just to see the alien encounter because it is quite beautiful. Um, but also you can hear me screaming because I am as high as I wanted to be when we encountered the star family flying by. Um, and I am screaming my little head off so you can hear it. Um, and anyway, it was really fun. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy the show. Jerry so and Michelle, you. welcome to the podcast. <laughs> How are you? Hey. This is my first podcast recording with three people all at once, uh, two in one location and one in this location. Um, so cool. It's really cool. I'm excited. It's a sister act. Jerry and Michelle are sisters. They're both Pisces and they're 11 days apart. Um, yeah. Born it's an anomaly. It is yep. an anomaly. Born to separate mothers, same father. Uh, and also uh, of 10 siblings or 12 siblings, depending on how something you want. Like, something like yeah, that. Yeah. A lot of kids. A lot, a lot of, kids. of kids. But you two are kind of like twins and besties. Yeah. Yeah. And just cute, <laughs> cute together. Um, so Michelle is a new friend of mine, which I just met a couple weekends ago. Yeah, glowing goddess gathering. Uh, and Jerry Berry, I've known for years because of yeah. the glowing goddess gatherings, and yeah. happily camped next to you many times. This time, <laughs> I think it was my favorite because you guys were so close to me that yeah. like, <laughs> we were all intense, our intense <laughs> conversations. Um, we were all three in separate tents too, because Jerry yeah. was in Lauren's tent and Michelle was yeah. in Jerry's very tiny tent, and I was in my ginormous tent, which is bigger than both of those tents. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very three little bear situation. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was very cute, and like I'm yeah. laying there, and then all of a sudden I hear because Jerry got there late on Friday, and mm -hmm. um, I heard Lauren like it was as though and I had my eye mask on and so like it was just as though everyone was laying next to me and I heard Lauren tell Jerry uh the funniest thing that happened today was Mindy said I'm gonna wear yellow tomorrow and yeah. Mevin said, said me too what time <laughs> and it was like all day and I was like okay great I'm gonna be a mid-afternoon yellow um <laughs> Which is I did really love that fun. question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, another thing I learned from our intense conversations <laughs> was that Taco Bell yeah, sells yeah. not only breakfast, but the savory things during yeah. the day. Lunchtime is all day long if there's a breakfast yeah. during Taco Bell. Yes. And they do have savory breakfasts, which was awesome. Because I'm a savory breakfast lover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I did love having the tent conversations, but at the same time, Lauren was like, this is usually our time to reflect and gossip. And now we can't gossip as freely because people can hear us. Not just you and Michelle, but we, we realized because we heard other people talking as well, like across the way. Oh. So we were like, they could probably hear us. But at other events, maybe we didn't realize they could hear us and everybody just <laughs> heard everything we had to say last time. I don't know. But... This time, meanwhile, everybody's like, wow, Jerry and Lauren are behaving. They're not like, <laughs> so they're, they're not talking all kinds of smack. I kind of miss I mean, it. We try to be sisterly. We try to have a sisterhood where we don't shit talk. Um, but also, yeah, tents are not walls. Like, and no. friends are not walls. Like, they, yeah. they all have ears. And you got to be careful how and what you say. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's just not even shit talking. It's just telling everybody everybody else's business. Oh, yeah. Sharing <laughs> <Caring> information. 
like yeah it's never like oh my god i can't stand this person or oh my god i hate that person we usually i don't think we've ever said that about anybody at a gdg there's definitely been people where you're like like i would not hang out with them outside of the gdg right it's like work friends yeah yeah so but it's usually like yeah it's just telling everybody's business like oh so and so broke up with so and so or did you know that this happened like two months ago and then we're like what yeah so yeah. Sometimes you're a little bit like on the other side of I don't know what's going on. Um, but also it at a typical glowing out of gathering, there are so many people that like number one, it's easy to avoid the people you don't want to hang out with. Number mm-hmm. two, like you can kind of like be totally out of the loop because like you're just not part of like what's happening. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine too. Like you're just having the experience you're meant to have. Yeah. And like there was like two new people there this time that the, she had like reddish hair and then her friend and I was convinced that they had been the previous GGGs and they were not new and they're like no no first time and I was like are you sure <laughs> I feel like you've been here before like, they definitely so, yeah. had the vibe of someone who had been there before but they were brand new um yeah and I was glad and grateful because it's fun to share it with new people because it's just such what I think is most valuable about the glowing goddess sisterhood in general is just the culture that we have like a sourdough starter it's like we know how to treat each other well and like goddesses in this way where it's a lot of giving it's like a gift economy and like we bring our best selves and yeah. we fun together and um don't get caught up in the bs stuff that i think a lot of people are very wounded in women's communities and don't know how to feel safe in women's communities and like yeah I think we really do a pretty great job of setting that culture and setting that tone. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I do feel like I, maybe they they didn't seem new because they didn't have like the the normal new people reaction where it was like, you can just tell, (laughs) like they're just hanging on for the ride. Like they've got way too high, way too fast because they didn't (laughs) believe that there would be that much weight there or that much women. So they're usually like starers, right? Like, yeah. Or yeah, they're hiding or they just literally look like it's like I've seen because I've done it myself too. I've been that high where you're like literally hanging on to like the table or the chair because you just have to like ground or your or your your uh, blanket that you're sitting on. Yeah, yeah. But they they just handled it so well that I was convinced they'd been there before. I feel like that being that high is like careening off the edge of the matrix and like yeah, yeah. like being that high. <laughs> I don't. And like I have also that. learned from the ggg that you just gotta learn good boundaries about like no more weed i just you know because you can always get less high you can you can always get more high but you can't get less high and so right it's yeah. very typical at a bigger ggg for people to take edibles and just yeah. hide in their tent the first night because they just got too high and, and, sleep it off. Yeah. Yeah. and that's exactly what i did this last time too yeah i knew it was gonna happen but i was like i just want to see and lauren was like i think you can handle a half and i was like okay and then it was all bad you ate it and immediately were like you should not have given me that i know better but it's okay i slept it off I, it was a good reset that's how i think of those and whenever you just get too high and you have, it's like a factory reset yep absolutely it's beautiful so. um michelle this was your first getaway yeah did you get too high um i feel like i almost did because this was my first time doing a dab Ooh. um and so that happened and i feel like that first moment i was like oh, okay guys, this was a little intense um, it was actually in a barn though it was it in was a barn yeah for sure not in the tent yeah um differently intense yes yeah but it was i i felt pretty good i have 
probably very unhealthily <laughs> used uh, cannabis on a very regular basis. So I was well prepared. <laughs> Your tolerance yeah. is probably higher than Jerry Berry's. Oh, oh way for higher. sure. Way I higher. have no tolerance because I never really smoke. <laughs> I was zero tolerant. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> It's funny because like when you meet people and hang out with people in these like cannabis events, um, for me, like I just assume Jerry goes hard. And then when I found out that Jerry's actually pretty much a lightweight and hardly does yeah. cannabis <laughs> and like maybe vapes uh, on a cartridge here and there, I'm like, yeah, wow, yeah. that's a different life than these hardcore stoners, which like even I with a pretty epic pandemic tolerance now, like, and, you know, I can go hard, but I don't usually. And like a lot of the goddesses go hard all the time. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I cannot. <clears throat> I did a, I did, I did go really hard in college. Remember, I first found the DGD. I was still a college student, and I did smoke a lot, a lot, all the time. Like the math club was basically just stoners that liked math. So we would go get really high in somebody's car in the parking lot, and then we would come in and do a math club meeting and have to be superficial. And then we would leave and like go to a bar, or go eat sushi, and still get more high or whatever. So. Um, but then once I started working, I just, but I also found mushrooms. So since I started microdosing, I just feel like I don't, I think I was using weed for mental health. And then once I got a job and school wasn't stressing me out and then I found mushrooms, I just don't feel like I need it as much. That's so that was a really long story. I'm so sorry. No, that was good. <laughs> We're on a podcast. Tell your stories. Um, also, uh, I, I really do think there is something to like utilizing psilocybin for mental health and like. Uh, plant medicine in general for mental health. I love cannabis as a way to help me hold and carry my grief. And I have a lot of grief literally just living in the world in 2023. There's just so much yeah. to carry. And I feel like plant medicine helps me carry the load um, in my own way. But like also plant medicine is such an individual experience. So people have different relationships to different plants and they are, and it's, okay, and it's all good, right? It's all okay. Yeah there is something really magical about being in a, in a world where there's so much stigma around using plant medicine, being with women who also heal with plant medicine is so liberating. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Lots of healing going on with the GGG yeah. or in any cannabis women situation, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, some, some of them are just for partying uh, or posing, you know, but mo the majority of them that I've been to are for healing and connection. Yeah, for yeah. sure really what the plant wants to facilitate um I also like doing psilocybin in community you know and like doing it sub perceptually as much as I love a party dose I also like you know just that microdose method it's been really yeah. life-changing for me like the last six months or so I've been doing it so yeah uh, Michelle uh other than getting really high on your first dab which if for anyone who doesn't know what a dab is dabbing is like essentially using heat to create smoke from a form of THC that's been turned into sugar. It's kind of like being a hummingbird. Um, and so that's kind of what, the, what dabbing is. I like, love that. <laughs> it's like a higher concentration of cannabis. Yeah, super, super high concentration and super low quantities. Yeah. 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 And it to me, it's like, it can be the equivalent of smoking a whole joint, but to me, it's like a whole different high. Like I feel like dabbing feels like a cleaner high and it's not as much yeah. high. It's more of a body. Like when I have a bad pain day, that's what I do. It's like dab. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Cause I feel like a joint and a blunt, they have that harder, like harsher high to them. Yeah. Which I kind of love. Cause it's more of a silly party high for me. And I like yes. to, yeah. you know. My thing with 
I love I love joints at parties because I feel like joints are a good roller coaster. You kind of like do this with joints. Yeah. Right. Because I think the vape pen, it's more like plateau-y. You yeah. like hit it and you get where you want and you can kind of hang. And you just stay there. Yeah. And if you do start <laughs> to feel it go down a wee bit, you can just like bring it back up with your vape pen. With yeah. dabs, it's like zero to 60. Yeah. We're like, we're going there it right was, now. It right was now. pretty immediate. The <laughs> moment that I like was releasing this, I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you also have to like, we didn't have dab tenders this time. And it's actually really helpful if someone can like monitor how much you get. Cause like, it really does yeah. just a dabble do yeah that's what they call it then yeah. so, <laughs> you don't need that much but when you're like kind of a more is more person or you come from an addictive personality or family as i do and i think you guys probably do um yeah, yeah. it's hard to know oh more isn't more it's like, yeah. like less is more for a while yeah um, uh michelle what was your favorite part like other than the dab like what was your favorite part just being at that situation in the I think the meditation, what, like the sound meditation, that was my favorite for sure. I had so much fun with that. Was that the um, one with Manda? It was with Manda. Where we met, the, where we met our ancestor? Yes, okay. that one. That was my absolute favorite part for okay. sure. It just felt so, like I felt like I was just like floating on a cloud at home. Like it was just so great. I loved it. I love that. I'm glad that was a highlight for you. It's so fun because that was the first time Amanda had ever led uh, a meditation in an in-person uh, oh, wow. And I thought she did great. And it's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like we kind of, I mean, in the planning of this event, we kind of just were like, Amanda, do this. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's. I love that that was your favorite part. I think she's going to be really excited to hear that. Um, yeah. She's so, I mean, just watching someone glow up. And I think uh, with the exception of one person, everyone who I had met at a getaway before who came to this one was a glowed up, more healed version of themselves. Um, yeah. And like, I thought that that was really remarkable. And I love a community where everyone is healing and growing together. And like, it's cool from like seeing, yeah. I met Manda at our last in-person um, event, which was September, 2019 in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. And then to get to see her here in California, just in her shine and her glow up and having done so much work on herself and just seeing the fruit of that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, Jerry Berry, uh, what yeah. was your favorite part? Um, I liked the closing because I've been to previous GGGs uh -huh. and I, I know what I expected the closing to be. And obviously that did not happen. Uh -huh. um, so the closing was very last minute, but I love what Drea did. That was uh, uh, like, super duper i want that to keep happening i loved it so much whether drea facilitates it or not but being able to stand in a circle and ask the universe or the gods or whatever you ask for things yeah. to mm -hmm. and then everybody like sending the jujus i loved it it was it was the best honestly way better than because well like i said i feel like the pep talks are really good for closing and opening maybe people should experience those too but since i've experienced so many of them you know they all kind of start to sound the same or blend together mm -hmm. so that was really cool that's why i like that one Good. We've done that online together. So I love that um, doing it in person. I thought in person it was just so meaningful and sweet. Yeah. And um, it was a downer that it was raining, but it's okay. Worst things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's just water. And in some ways, like it was the cleansing we needed to, you know, yeah, create. That is true. Creating. That is true. I love that the closing was your favorite part. That's really cool to hear too. I was really sad that I got too high whenever I did get too high that we talked about earlier and I missed your can size because that's what I always look forward to. 
So yeah, and that's actually that's why Lauren gave. Now I remember what happened. That's why Lauren gave me the edible because she was like, "Yeah, remember last time in Oregon we took all those edibles and we had so much fun at Bevan's thing." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't do that much weed anymore, so it's gonna like mess me up too much." And she's like, "No, no, no, you can just do a half." And I was like, "Okay." And then I did it, and I was like, "Should not have done that." <laughs> not have done that. And I had to go to bed. Aww. But it's okay. Well, I have that recording of the class in the on-demand membership on my Patreon. So if you ever want to do it, yeah. um, it's up there. And... and I do have your videos. I do your videos at home. Oh, good. I'm <laughs> glad. <video>. Oh, yay. <laughs> Lauren was exceptionally um, partying at, yeah. at the, yeah. during Canisize. Um, she at a cert- almost pulled down the main tent by like trying to pull <laughs> dance with the support pole. Yeah, and, I remember that. Um, yeah. It, like she felt it move, and then she was like, "Oh!" and then put it back in. A- <laughs> but her booty rocking was pretty epic, and it was so fun. Yeah. Like that was just such a fun class. Yeah, um, I knew the edibles hit her too because at one point she came clamoring into the tent and was like, "Jerry!" and she brought a dog in with her. Which dog? Hershey. Yeah. Oh my god. And the, and then I was like, I think he's gonna pop the ten, but I was too high to even know where I was or if my body parts were still there. And I was like, okay. So, uh, but she was really trying to get me out of the tent because she was concerned. And she, yeah, it was interesting because I could tell it was hitting. <laughs> what I like about festival camping and cannabis is that, like, well, first of all, festivals allow you to like have your clothes really nearby. And as a person who likes to change the different times of the day based on the weather yeah. um, and my aesthetic, uh, yeah. I like that if you get too high, your bed is really nearby. You just go lay yeah. in because that has happened yeah. to me at one getaway where I was careening off the edge of the matrix. I was like, I'm going to lay down now. <laughs> yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. That was... Um, <laughs> I was dabbing and someone brought me like one of those little like stash pen things. And like, I just took too, way too big of a dab and was not yet the tolerance babe that I am now. So it was wild. Um, oh my God. There's so much to reminisce about. I don't even think I have a favorite part. Cause there's just like so much that I loved. Like I can, every moment was just so precious. Like even just the miracle of Jerry Berry bringing me a savory bean burrito um with <laughs> first thing in the morning like my breakfast on saturday was a miracle i was like somebody brought me taco Bell. just okay taco. so whenever i went to the first getaway it was at pescadero the first Ooh. getaway i went to was at pescadero and it's kind of like way out in the middle of nowhere so whatever you have is what you have no one's leaving off the island it takes way too long to walk back to our cars mm-hmm. yada 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 then we go to windsor the next year and that's where i meet lauren and like a lot of other people i don't think you were there but that's where i met like a bunch of people that i've stayed friends with and that are still on the discord like drea and all of that mm-hmm. and then we go to oregon and that was whenever they had the little store like at the yes. campground in oregon uh-huh. and we started the pasty but that was the first time me and lauren had ever done pasty parties and we met deja but Lauren was like, "There, we can go to the store. Like, there's that's never been a thing before. We're usually like on an estate in the middle of nowhere, and we don't want to drive because we're getting too high." So then we, she, she like walked in there and bought us Mountain Dews and stuff. And now that's like our new favorite thing. It's like get up in the morning and find a place to get like coffee, or snacks, or breakfast. It was like it, we never even thought to do anything like that before. Until <laughs> so there was the store at the Oregon campground. I love it. Was this one had so many, like, because it was essentially just in a cul-de-sac in Loomis, California, which is very close to yeah. Sacramento. Um, but it was like on this winery that was just like so big, like they're just an orchard and yeah. had um, access to so much DoorDash that like 
all day on Saturday, people are ordering food and I got really high on Friday and spent $40 that I do not have on Cracker Barrel. And I was like, (laughs) I can't, I like, I couldn't believe that's what it came. I got the classic breakfast. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like, and an extra side of bacon, but like something that if you went to Cracker Barrel would not be $20. So like the fact that it was $40, I was like, this is yeah. bonkers, but like, okay, okay, I'm stoned in making these decisions. And so yeah, I'm glad I did it because I had leftovers later and I got to eat um, Cracker Barrel with some folks who are also very excited to eat Cracker Barrel. So, you know. Yeah. I and- would like to change my previous answer. My favorite part was whenever my pizza guy came back and I, uh, it was like the first time a delivery person thought to like come around and find anybody. Mm. So the whole, all of us just like stopped and they were like whoa do you see that guy he has food right and, but like and then lauren's in the back somewhere like this is how porno starts and then he's just like what the fuck did i walk into right like like this backyard filled with like 40 women smoking a lot of weed and, and like, half like naked or like sleeping or like dancing like, he's like yeah because i'm pretty yeah. sure that we had had the pasties out by that point so some people were just rocking that and yeah it was just and he was just standing in a field like looking for whoever ordered this pizza i wish like I no one will believe that guy yeah he's telling his friends right now and nobody's believing him they're like no way dude that does not i hope he finds this and then he can show his friends like look they're talking about it this is what i was talking about shout out to that round table pizza delivery guy in loomis california round table um also, like in at one point when we went to the Sister Sesh camp out in um at Lake Selmac, which was a place that we had been a couple times in like formal events, and this was our like informal, we're just gonna get together yeah. and camp. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this one guy called us, Are you one of them ganja women? Yeah. And I love that. And like <laughs> those glimmering swimmers, like he yeah. made that up, but now yeah. we use it as a moniker to identify what we do when we play with psychedelics. Yeah. So like <laughs> Yeah, he was yelling at the turkeys. Hey, you kids. Hey, you turkeys. Get out of here, you turkeys. We don't have time for that. (laughs) I noticed that at every getaway, there's like some animal noise we hear. Like um, that one, it was turkeys. We heard them gobbling around in the woods and then cows randomly next door uh, to the property. Like that time. And then this time it was geese because they would fly back and forth. Um, but then also had roosters, very loud, obnoxious roosters. Wow. Yeah. We had chickens here and Lauren cuddling the chicken during meditation might be my first choice of favorite moment. (laughs) Like that chicken just came near her and she was like living the dream. Here we are. We're cuddling. I'm in a onesie. You're a chicken and we are cuddling. Uh I wish I could have cuddled a chicken, but they they weren't feeling it. My favorite moment of you though, is for sure you going chick, chick. Maybe it would have worked better. Oh my God. I mean, turkeys are like, <laughs> oh my God. I did see turkeys too on our way out, like driving off the property. Like there was just a team of turkeys that like walked nearby. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Like, obviously the aliens were a good part as well oh my god obviously. let's talk about the aliens um this is like the coolest part that I still can't believe happened and like I I want to like flash back to Joshua Tree 2022 in June yeah 
because yeah. like, that's really when the relationship between aliens or you could call them star family our friend lauren says they prefer to be called star family because they're really yeah. connected to us because we're all stardust um and yeah we, at that one um you were there with lauren i was not there but i've heard the story Correct. so many times and i like was a hungry hippo to hear it from so many people so i could implant the memory um yeah. and it was manda had said this is my what i remember and jerry you can tell me if you think uh okay. there's additional details but manda had said she put it on her vision board in 2022 she wanted to see a ufo yeah and she said it out loud to casey who's like one of our, our resident psychic medium she's been on this podcast yeah. before casey's amazing and so she mentions it to casey and casey's like great let's call a circle let's call in a ufo so casey goes around and gets everyone including joan of angels and like yeah they got 13 uh, goddesses to get into a circle, like just gathering everybody they could. Yeah, and there were I don't few... know the number, but I believe you. There was a okay. lot of us. Yeah, and like there were a few people who weren't in the circle who were still around who witnessed it yeah. happen. And yeah. so like all Joan of Angels did was like call the circle and like set the protection. And then uh, they were supposed to have their eyes closed, but Janelle was like, oh my God, look. And then yeah. everyone looked up and it was an alien ship. And Jerry, describe what it did. It was just, oh, sorry, you can't see, but it was like super slow motion and it was like in like this perfect arc, like over our heads. It was amazing. Mm. Like, I felt like we just watched it forever and ever and ever and it never ended. But yeah, it did look very not comedy to me because that's always what people are like. It's probably a comment. The best part though was my mom was one of the ones not in the circle, but sitting on the side. And my mom is like very anti drugs. Um, and so I shouldn't say that because we all know she takes like pharmaceutical drugs. She's very anti-plant medicine. Uh -huh. And so she was like stone cold sober. And then, so that was my first, once I looked, I was like, clearly we, cause we all took mushrooms before. I don't, I shouldn't say we all, but I know that they were all passed out. Right. Yeah. And I know I took mushrooms one more and other people. And so I was like, I'm convinced this is just a group hallucination at this point. Like who knows how long we've been out here anymore. What even is time? But then I looked at my mom and my mom was like crying and like <gasps> watching it. And I was like, it must be real. <laughs> and she was like totally tripped out. Dude. She was like, whatever it was, it came right as we called it. And it was so magical. Oh my God. It's so magical. So magical. Yeah. Um, and in the aftermath of that, of course, if you're like me and you weren't there, but all your besties saw an alien life form. Like I, I heard the story so many times and we talked at length about like, do you want to meet aliens? Do you want to meet the star family? Right. And I have declared, I have no desire to, right. Like, cause I'm like Erica Badu's on the internet talking about, I've been trying to talk to aliens and I'm like, you got to come camping with my friends. Like we yeah. uh, will get you an encounter yeah. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> they love us and they want to come visit and hang out with our, um, our goddess community. But like, it was so like kind of wild to declare it. And then to actually see it myself this time around in Loomis, it was wild. Um, so this time around, the things that were similar, Casey, uh, Lauren and Jerry, um, Amanda, Amanda. Um, and what was interesting was like Casey called the circle earlier because we had a canna ceremony at seven o'clock and that was before dark. We were all around a campfire. And she did another circle similar, like a closed circle. Like Casey's circles are very intense. Like I'm pretty stoned. It's Friday. I've already made my Cracker Barrel decision. And um, and I'm like kind of stressed because she's saying you can't leave the circle. And I'm like, but if there's an emergency and Casey's like, no. And I'm like, but an emergency. Yes. Like, 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I wrote the waiver, but like in an emergency, we move. And we had already, this is something too. I think that's worth mentioning that we did this. Um, the property owner had all of these like big piles of sticks. And for some reason, she said, use a gas can of gasoline to light these things on fire, which as a Girl Scout who can make a fire from scratch, like a one match fire, like you do not need gasoline to start a fire. Um, please don't. In fact, because uh, the people who are lighting a fire with the gasoline made an explosion. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like a poof. There was a big poof that happened. And then the gas can was sitting in a pile of flames. And I had to scream to one of the women to go and grab the gas can because like it was going to explode. Um, so thankfully, yeah, yeah. she was thankfully no one was injured. The gas can was taken out of that. We put the I put the gas can away. I was like, not <laughs> no out more. in the shop now. Like no moss. No moss. <laughs> yes. And so we started a nice tame fire inside a little fire pit. <laughs> that yeah. was meant for it um not one not the big one but we did have the big explosion which i think might have gotten the star family's attention initially Probably. Um, so then we get the fire going we have our can of ceremony we uh do a cord cutting ritual with casey uh, and there were probably like 25 people in that circle at that time and you all weren't even there yet um no nah. And like then after the can of ceremony, we uh, and we all had lanterns that we had made because that was part of our crafting on Friday afternoon was making these cute lanterns and our goddess crowns. And I had everyone wear white if they wanted to uh, for this like dance. It was the first thing I'd ever done to a Taylor Swift song. And I felt like because I love Taylor Swift so much um, and have such a crush on her, I wanted it to be like. Uh, I'm doing I'm teaching a Taylor Swift song in an orchard with a bunch of women dancing around with lanterns um, in flowy Which white. Which is just it's so perfect honestly but it tripped me out because whenever I arrived it was dark and I was texting Lauren like I'm here but I don't know where to go and she was like follow Taylor Swift's voice and instantly I was like this must not be Lauren because Lauren does not like Taylor Swift at all so I was like why would I follow Taylor Swift she's too high but then I do hear Taylor Swift's voice and everybody's just like dancing and singing. And I'm like, Lauren, how are you? Because you probably hate this. And she was like, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, so you saw the lantern dancing. Was it beautiful? Uh, yeah. It well, we caught the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. beautiful. Good. Thanks for thinking it was beautiful. I was really proud of it. It was something I thought of. Like, I definitely spent more than a hundred times the amount of time we actually were dancing to Taylor Swift planning it, you know, like so much energy went into creating that moment, but it was so beautiful and so worth it. Um, so on the spring equinix, we do, we do this magical can of ceremony and then we do a lantern dance. Um, and I feel like the star family was like, oh, okay. You want us. Um, cause it's not like we called yeah. out that time to meet the star family, like in Joshua tree, this time was just casual so um we did the lantern dance and then like uh jerry and michelle were there so lauren's like getting them set up and like um getting their tents set up and stuff like that i'm wandering around doing event things and closing things down for the night and um then like i come out and i'm like kind of torn down i think at that point um and like you, i think you were ready for bed yeah, I was getting ready for bed. And then I like see people are still at the campfire. So I like go up there to say hi. There's like six of us there. You and Michelle were there. Lauren was there. Claire was there. And Claire. Kristen was there. And like um, all of a sudden, like Claire starts shouting, Oh my look, God, look, look at that yeah. thing. Look, look. And we turn around and it is like flying in Amazing. formation, like yeah. seven. It, <coughs> 
I, I like people said like everyone saw it like around Sacramento it was like on the news and people were mentioning yeah. it and like there's so many theories about what it was someone was like it's space debris and I'm like space debris doesn't fly in formation yeah. um so I am going to officially take credit uh, that our gathering brought those uh, spaceships to yep. Loomis <laughs> once again. <laughs> they flew right by us. They were friendly. The energy was really friendly, actually, like just as, you know, that kind of a witch. Like, I'm like, oh, they're really down to like help and they're excited to see us and we're excited to see them. And I've changed my mind about interacting with aliens. I'm down. Like, I'm like, star yeah. family, you want to help? Come, let's hang out. Come camping with uh, us. You want to dab? I was, <laughs> I was a hardcore non-alien like non-believer of aliens until joshua tree really i should not say that i believe that they are real and that they exist i was a hardcore believer that we would never actually get the opportunity to see them like do you know how much has to happen for another life form to get that intelligence at this and just happens to be at the same time that we are right now right now like mm -hmm. right because the sun is so far away, it takes eight minutes for the sun to actually like reach Earth. So now if those guys are like way the f out there, right? So for us to really meet up at, the, at a good time, that just seems impossible to me. Yeah. And then it happened, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and then it happened again. Exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> um, what were your feelings about it, Michelle? You took the best video, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I was like at first I think a little freaked out because I had actually previously a couple of years ago I witnessed the Elon Musk like satellites being sent up mm -hmm. having no idea what it was at the time but like it was very different because they were just absolutely in a straight line like there was no deviation whatsoever and they went on for so long you could see them um, and there was no tail or anything. They were just like dots in the sky. And so at first, like, we thought they were just like moving stars, which didn't make any sense. Um, but that was when I started doing a little bit of research and everything. And then to have this encounter and this experience, especially in the setting that we were in, was just like mind blowing. Um, but it was like you said, like, I, it was like a very friendly, like energy, just chill, like, hi, like, just wanted to say hello like yeah. how you doing and it was so cool like it was just absolutely amazing uh, I'm so grateful I'm grateful they chose us I'm grateful that I was yeah. still awake um there were people who slept through this encounter um Mindy was staying in an Airbnb nearby and she had been glutened um so she was like puking I think outside but she saw Aww. it anyway. um but it's, it's so rad that like I mean it was really beautiful too just like it was like a bunch of comets like yeah but bigger longer fluffier comets like what one would draw or paint yeah. you know versus like what you actually see when you see up in the sky yeah it was longer it was like probably I mean the video was like 36 seconds long so it was probably like yeah 50 seconds can... okay ready let's bring the alien video I think it's alien life form you I have like the vigor to edit videos and do cool stuff like that, but I do not. I, I just post what I have. 
can't wait. Post typically how I do it is post what I have, but every now and again, something like this will be worth editing. Um, yeah. And plus people need to see, like, I know a lot of people don't believe, you know, but like belief is a choice. And um, yeah. I learned from my teacher, Leah Garza, that like um, your belief is in the body, right? And mm -hmm. thoughts are in the mind. Belief is in the body. So like, if you don't believe something, there's something in your body that is wanting to deny that. So there's some reason yeah. why you want to believe in aliens or star family or whatever but like i think we're all just souls and meat sacks and earth is the hardest incarnation and so we're baddies for even just showing up um and then yeah. being willing to like go and grow and glow up and like care about our personal growth and who we are in the world matters and it's different my uh, favorite take on be believing and choosing to believe things is from the santa claus with tim allen <laughs> because the little boy is talking to Neil, his stepdad, and he's like, you know, and he's trying to argue with him that Santa Claus isn't real, and then Charlie's, and then he's like, Charlie, you've never even seen Santa Claus, why do you believe in him? And then Charlie's like, Charlie's like, have you ever seen a million dollars? And he's like, no, and he's like, but you know, you believe it's real, so, and I was like, that kid's good. Oh, it's good, he's onto something. Oh, um, Claire said this once. She said that unicorns are more real than money. Um, yeah. And I think she's right. Like, yeah. it's just an yeah. idea. Yeah. Keep printing new money. Um, Jerry, speaking of growing yourself, will you tell us about your YouTube channel and the journals that you design for people? Oh my God, yeah. Jerry, you have a YouTube channel? How do I find you? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I do have a YouTube channel. It started as a podcast like this because the pandemic really hurt me and I wanted to talk to friends while I hid in my garage because we couldn't like safely hang out. Mm -hmm. And then um, I transitioned into just doing stuff on my own because I hated scheduling things. So um, yeah, so now you can watch my YouTube channel. Everything is Jerry B. Berry. So like Instagram, YouTube, Goodreads, if you're into books. Um Technically, I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it. All of that is just Jerry B. Barry. The B stands for bodacious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But <laughs> so, uh, yeah, now I just I post like two videos, two, mm, like four videos a month, maybe. And it's usually like, oh, no, I only do two videos a month, maybe. And it's always just my journal set up for that month. And then the books that I read that month. And that's what I do. I talk about books and I show journaling. And then I also make custom journals. Like I know Amanda bought one. I Lauren gift. I gifted Lauren one. But yeah, your journals are beautiful. Amanda walked me through the whole journal. Uh, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and how sweet. Like you were very thoughtful to, in terms of like what each month had and all of that kind of stuff, which is cute. Yeah, she helped with it. I, I didn't like. It wasn't my decision for all of them. Only some of them, because she had very like specific needs. And I, yeah, so I honored all of that. I love it. A custom yeah. journal um, creation, but you also have a yeah. great archive. I was one of the guests on Jerry Berry's Fantastic Library. Yeah, I was also one of the guests on I Jerry Berry's like, Fantastic I, Library. I'm not opposed to doing those things again. I do love doing them. I just hated having to go out and seek people at a certain point. I ran out of like the energy to do that. So if people ever are interested, I am way down. They'll give you space to talk about anything you want. That's all it ever was. It was just hanging out, drinking coffee, catching up on life, and you just getting to share cool stuff that you've done. Like, yeah, there was never like a motive behind it. But the idea was that like, I guess it's like a human library, right? Where you can learn about a person and it shows empathy and compassion and you hold space for somebody that's so different than you.
or that maybe you don't agree with but you're going to hear their story anyways because it's like whatever so yeah that was the idea behind it I love that spirit. I also love like when people are creating something and you recognize I don't have the energy to do this anymore and you release it instead of forcing yourself to do a thing that you don't want to. Because yeah. sometimes, sometimes an art project is just an arc, right? A beginning and an yeah. end and like allowing for endings and transitions into how you create is actually really good, especially if like you're not, your income isn't based on you creating this thing, right? Like, yeah. Um, so, and like, there's nothing that says that just because you start it, you have to continue it. But I will say also, just in the spirit of the glowing goddess experience, uh, that if you do start something and there's an active community that's willing and able to take it over and continue it, it is unethical to just unilaterally declare it's over because your ego can't handle passing yeah. leadership to someone else. Yeah, um, definitely not cool to like delete all the things for sure. Yeah, delete a Discord so, before people even have a chance to download the memorial to their friend who passed away or the yeah. community resources that were created by many people, yeah. not you. Um, yeah, 100 so, Yeah. Uh, that's why I also never deleted any of my stuff. Like, I never deleted the Fantastic Library. It can live there. I and loved my episode. So, what? I loved my episode with you. I told stories I've never was, told before. It was so fun, and I learned so much, honestly. <laughs> And I've spread some knowledge to people as well. I talked about you in another video that I talked about myself with my nails and how I function with my nails. And I shared the hack of gloves with cotton and the, the tips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a fun one. Um, but yeah. And then, oh, I know what I was going to say. I shifted to journaling because I really love journaling. For those that don't know, it's specifically bullet journaling, which is where you take a dot grid journal and you do whatever you need to do to make it functional for your life to get tasks done. So I have like a very, what the internet calls like a neurodivergent brain. And there's a lot going on up here and it's really loud all the time. And I have to like check things off. So I have like task lists, but I also have open writing prompts. I have calendars in there. That's the whole idea of what, so I can set it up for you and make it prettier if you're not like a creative person, or if you just have no idea how to even start, I can like start it for, that's what I did for Amanda. And so now she can choose to keep it going herself or ask me to do another one or whatever. But then I decided to put my my journaling stuff on YouTube and get away from the, the people part because I watch YouTubers that journal and they're all just like next level skilled. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the top tier. I find like not very many bottom tier people, like the process, the learning process, right? Because often people delete their old stuff because they're like, that's not good. I'm here now. So anything below here needs to be deleted. And I don't like that mentality. So I was like, since I can't find it, I'll just put it out there in case other people need to see it. That's the idea. That. Mindy has the same uh, thing that she likes to do with artists she admires. She likes to go back to the beginning of their Instagram or whatever social platform it is, YouTube, whatever, and just like see it from the beginning and see the progress because that's really, people don't le really learn from your successes they can be impressed Correct. with your successes but they get empowered by your failures and your process and so yeah. also why I have like an epic 14 year um archive on my blog and like archive on my podcast I don't like to listen to my old podcast episodes except for friends I want to reminisce about or with right like it's just you know just learning how to trust your audience and give it and release it yeah. and not, like get caught up in like needing to appear perfect. Cause when you need to appear perfect, when you don't hit that mark, cause you never will, you're just always going to disappoint yourself and fall into shame spirals. And that's just a sad way to live. 
It is. It is. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sherry, I appreciate you. Also, I want to say highlight too was um, on Thursday night, which you were not there for, Kendra, I ran into and Kendra was like, I really wish, because Kendra brought her own little, she like is neurodivergent and eats the same thing every day, which is rice, yeah. tuna, and avocado. And she's like, oh, I really wish I had an avocado. And then like two seconds later, I turn around and Kendra has half an avocado someone gave her. And <laughs> she manifested an avocado. And then Jerry Berry uh, over Friday night had wrote a short story about a dragon. I did. And then um, during Puff and Paint on Saturday decides to go rogue and paint a dragon that's blue and purple. And yeah. the dragon had an avocado. Jerry yeah. hadn't heard the avocado miracle yet. Did not. But then moments later, Kendra goes and changes into a blue and purple dragon onesie. She sure uh, did. <laughs> and then acted out the uh, the story that you wrote during our yeah. show and share, um, which I think was what brought the rain for Sunday. It was like, because your story was about a rain miracle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was very um, inspired by, by Game of Thrones because I listened to the audiobook recently and all the rain that had happened in California, which I was just I'm so upset about. I know I'm supposed to love it, but I got to a point where I was like, you know, this is just too much now. We got to get rid of it. I wish I lived in a desert at this point. Like, what is happening? Right. I moved here to not live in a place like that. And now it's here and it was upsetting me. So. <laughs> and whenever I get really high, I write ridiculous short stories. They are not deep or ro like romantic they don't have like yeah it's there's not a lot of drama or crazy things happening they're usually about alpacas or dragons or just like whatever sometimes i just write about a character like whatever so <laughs> moved to create what is creating but i'm glad that you did that and that I, I, another highlight for me is just watching the two of you acting out the story together it's so funny and like also you painting that really witchy painting of kendra essentially uh, without realizing it. and then kendra brought for the munchies potluck which is another favorite like is everyone brings yeah. their favorite munchie to like put on the offering table and then everyone just gets to have munchies and eat snacks and yeah. um the thing that kendra brought was andy's mints and jerry uh -huh. starts screaming i love andy's mints and so yet another thing the two of you have in common uh -huh. have we you also are both android users and most of the goddesses are apple users oh wow yeah so much in common um amazing and uh have you interviewed kendra on the fantastic library yet no okay well, bucket list my bucket list. <laughs> my bucket list is that episode <laughs> i should i should ask her because she's doing the can of creative things you can shout that out yeah what exactly talk about it yeah, yeah. Uh, so i'm gonna be in the can of creative just like you see i can't wait i'm excited yeah. to teach lilith fair fat kid dance party stretch aerobics on 420 for the can of creative community i'm gonna do a bullet journaling class yeah that's exciting yeah. michelle are you gonna come to any of the can of creative events i'm gonna try for sure great i love it i, think, I love that I you're think, um are they doing but i've never done it before is it like a zoom thing or is it a discord thing a bit of both i'm pretty sure it's all on discord mine is going to be on zoom but there will be a link from the discord but it's like a primarily a Got discord it. community with like instagram arms and like everyone's creations are welcome be it performance okay. art or physical art or digital art or like however you art like it's really yeah. just people who create with cannabis and yeah it's great and it's put on by flower league uh, which is essentially a couple of goddesses. <laughs> I 
because it's yeah. all part of the same community. Yeah. Um, but Flower League sounds like um, superheroes. Uh, and yeah, it does. You're right. Yeah. Oh. Sandra um, is kind of like a superhero. She is kind of a superhero, like with that Virgo brain and the Virgo rising. She can do anything. Mm-hmm. Leo Moon. Um, Michelle, I'm so glad you came. This was so great to have you at um, the the Glowing Goddess gathering we just had. And then also to have you as part of the the crew now. And I'm glad I finally got to meet you because I've heard about you before. Thank um, you. And- I was so happy to experience it finally because I've just heard Jerry talk about all of you. So... It was great to finally be there and get to experience it. Oh, it was so much fun. It was so beautiful. The we had just beautiful sunsets every day and then beautiful like yeah. flowering trees that were like pink and white. It was just so special and so beautiful. Um and so special to just get to meet Star Family with you and have an alien encounter and like I couldn't pick better people to do it with. Um yeah. thanks for sharing your experience on the podcast yeah i hope everybody goes and clickies in the show notes to the jerry berry fantastic library michelle do you have anything that you want to support or promote not at the moment i mean no. look, you're a sidekick to jerry berry so yes you're part of the jerry berry. <laughs> <laughs> yay love you both so much thanks for being on the podcast thank, thank you, you.